Well, my name is Laura Hurd. I am one of the Align Coaches, and I am coming to you today with Ms. Cindy Solberg, and we are talking today about becoming food-focused versus you-focused, and Cindy and I were just working on prepping for this call a little bit, and oh my word, there's just so many aspects that we can talk about. Um, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. I actually, we made a couple of slides to share with you today just to kind of help our focus a little bit as well. So give me just a second so I can pull that up and there we go. Is everybody seeing my screen? Cindy, I see you there at the top. Are you? Oh, except I went to the wrong side of the slideshow. Welcome to being a human first time on Zoom. Uh, <laughs> um, so here we go. So being, being food focused versus uh, you focused. And you know, this is just a couple of things that I found this uh, graphic on, gosh, what could be some ways that we can identify how are we, are we food focused? Do we become food focused? Um, and here's just a couple of them. Like, does food occupy your thoughts, right? Um, or this is like a personal experience and it's a little bit on here, but not quite as well. Like, let's say that I have that thing in my house and I can't not think about it. Okay, so for instance, yesterday was M&M's. There were M&M's in my house. And yes, like we've talked about food addiction in the past as well, but gosh, I can't stop thinking about those M&M's until they're gone. Well, <laughs> then they're gone, right? So that's a food focused sort of aspect. Um, you know, are you thinking about what you're eating next while you're still eating? You know, are you more focused on like coming up with that perfect solution, perfect plan, perfect, all of the things, right? That would be kind of a food focused sort of mentality. Cindy, anything to like add to that on what it would look like or what an example would be of becoming food focused? Oh, you are muted, dear. Uh, we had talked in our prep a little bit about like, maybe you call yourself a foodie and we, we didn't even really know what that meant, but things that don't really serve your end goal. So to really kind of watch and be careful how we're thinking and talking to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. I know you brought that up a foodie. Well, what is a foodie even, right? Like there's a definition and anyway, so yes, food focus. Cindy, I loved that you kind of highlighted this commitment continuum. Can you talk just a little bit about this um, and share with folks kind of what your take on um, this commitment continuum actually looks like? Well, we had just discussed kind of like food can be like a, a comfort, a comfort food um, and how there's either habits of health or there's habits of disease. And so to really look at the behavior that we're doing, the thoughts that we're having, is it really fall in the habits of health or does it fall in the habits of disease? Is this gonna get me closer to my goal or further away from my goal? Um, so a lot of people will say, I need comfort food. If it's a stressful day, if it's an emotional day, like a gas tank, our willpower will become depleted. So we get to really look at how can we set ourselves up for a win and um instead of having comfort mashed potato and gravy could i have 
um, set aside some comfort almonds or maybe some comfort breathing or some comfort stretching mm -hmm. and really look at, okay, what am I willing to do to stay committed to my goal, to stay committed um, in the self-loving, self-honoring um, space, even though it, it's, it's emotional, even though it's stressful. We'll often hear, I've got life going on. Well, we, we don't get to buy into the excuse. We get to go, how can I? So looking at this, this the red to green is, um, I love this analogy, um, pistachios, they're either open or they're closed. So how open are you to shifting your, your patterns, your behaviors? Um, you know, red would be, I'm closed. I'm, I'm not even going to think about changing this. Oh, heck no. But an open pistachio, it, it, it's cracked. It's easy to get to. Am I open in my thinking? Am I open in shifting my, my habits? Mm, I love that, Cindy. Love that. And, you know, when we talk about like determining where we are on that continuum. I love that Dr. Anderson actually works us through that, right? So looking at your life book um, as well. And honestly, guys, we're going back to the beginning. We're going back to element one here today. And we're going back to really getting clear on your why. Now, when we get clear on our why, that is when that's our key to success. But while I'm kind of uh, setting this up a little bit, I actually want you to get a piece of paper uh, and a pen because we're going to actually do a little bit of work here together today as well. Okay, so getting clear on your why is really where our focus can shift from food to you. Okay, and that is the important part. When our why is kind of all tangled up and it's really in this kind of chaotic state of like, so I, I did this exercise myself this morning and my why started. So we're all talking about getting healthy. So probably that's going to be what we're going to focus on today, but we'll talk about that in just a moment. But let's say that our focus, our why is, well, I want to become a healthy weight and a healthy BMI. Okay, great. But what does that mean? That's like, that's a very general sort of thing. So getting like super clear on what that why actually looks like is really, really helpful for keeping your focus onto you and onto what your goals actually are. So here's where we're going to do this exercise. You're gonna grab out a piece of paper. Whatever your goal is right now. And if you're online, maybe maybe you're at your work and you're listening in, you could pull up this website really, call, really quick. It's called sevenlevelsdeep.com. Um, and you can actually type right in there. So can pretend like you're working. Um, and so you, I want you to write at the very, very top of the page, what your goal is, your big general over, over, over or simplified goal, right? Your simplified goal. And then you're going to write just the numbers one through seven, right underneath of there. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys a moment just to prep that. So I'm going to use the example of, I want to be at a healthy weight or a healthy BMI. That's going to be my overarching. Now you're going to just ask yourself the question seven times. Why is that important to me? Okay. And in that, I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to, to write in a moment here. So I'm going to just give you my first example. 
I want to be at a healthy BMI. My first why was I want to feel my best. Okay. And then I asked myself again, why do I want to feel my best? Answer that question. Okay. And we're going to go down. So you have all seven levels filled out. It's going to take a couple of minutes. I'm going to close my mouth. I'm going to let you guys write. And then if you guys could as well, maybe just look up at the screen when you're done and we'll kind of come back and summarize. Was that powerful? Was your why deeper than you originally thought? A really great part about this exercise is this can be done with any goals that you have. So maybe today you did focus on a health goal, which is awesome, right? Um, but maybe it's a financial goal or a relationship goal. Um, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's work-related, maybe it's family-related. Whatever your goals are, super important to continue to like dig deep into the why. So like, for instance, for my original health, healthy BMI focus that I did this morning, first was, okay, I want to feel my best. But my why ended up turning into that I only have one life to live. And I get to focus on being my best self physically, mentally, emotionally. So that way I can show up for others and be there for others and impact others and inspire others and feel peace and joy myself. What a deeper why than I just want to feel better. Right. So when we are looking at our focus, what we focus on grows. What we put our attention to is what we become. And when we become food focused, kind of as Cindy and I started this call off with, especially if it's negative foods. I don't know about you, but I don't really dream a lot about lettuce. <laughs> so, <laughs> when we focus on food, that is where all of our attention goes, right? I was actually noticed myself earlier yesterday. I made some cookies for my family. And this morning I was really me focused and I walked past the counter and I almost grabbed one of those cookies. I stopped myself and I was like, what are you doing? I almost grabbed it. And I was like, no, like I am me focused right now. I am focusing on my goals, my desires and getting super, super clear with that. And I didn't grab the cookie. That was a success story right? Not all those days are success stories, but that one was. Cindy, you alluded to this just a little bit at the beginning when you were talking about habits of health versus habits of disease. And when we focus on both of them, either one of them, we that's what grows, right? So you talked about comfort food, 
And all of us can identify those comfort food, comfort activities, comfort drinks, comfort things, right? But I love, could you give some examples of where we could shift our focus on some comfort health and what that could look like? Absolutely. Um, instead of a lot of the times our brain will want, it will have us craving sugar. So instead it might be for us to focus on where else am I winning right now? And, and, and we really get to amplify the little wins. Um, our wedding ring might be fitting better. Our jeans might be fitting better. We might be sleeping better. We might be um, less re reactionary. Um, just, just maybe you've got fuelings in your car for the first time and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I'm feeling like I'm set up or you've reorganized the pantry and you're feeling like you're totally empowered and the boss of yourself in that moment, but it's shifting to what has worked for so long to like, okay, now how can I still stay on focused on my goals? How can I get through this and still stay focused? Hmm, I love that. I love that. And, you know, and honestly, like I said, this activity as well can be done for anything. I actually did this activity this morning based off of like organization. So I want to be organized in life and why and worked myself through that. Why? So we get to focus in our habits of health. And I, again, I just, I love Dr. Anderson so much and what he has brought to us, but there are six macro habits, right? And so whatever your focus is right now, maybe it is on your food and your nutrition. That's one of our habits of health, but maybe your focus is on hydration right now. And you do this exercise based off of, I want to get 64 ounces or more of water per day. And this is why, right? Or maybe it is on surroundings, just like Cindy was talking about and cleaning out your pantry or cleaning out your office, which is what's on my to-do list right? Um, and so whatever that focus is, digging deep, and you probably noticed a little bit, I've done this exercise a few times over the years, and I just was recently reintroduced to it since one, that's why I'm talking about it, because it's been really powerful for me this week. But the really, the part that I've noticed about it is that it's usually pretty easy to get into like level four, level five. I don't know if you noticed that today in doing it of like, okay, I could come up with the first few levels deep fairly easily, but then I had to like really kind of slow myself down and, and think about it a little bit. Um, and that's when we know that we get, we get in there and we get super deep. And so one thing that we know in life is that if you change your habits, you change your life, right? And that can go for the negative. It can also go for the positive. Cindy, you were telling me a statistic about negative strongholds on us. What was that statistic? So when we have a negative experience or a memory, it has two and a half times greater grip on us than a positive experience. So that's why we really are going to have you blow up. You know, our, your coach is going to say, let's blow up the really little wins because we have to amplify it two and a half times greater a positive than a negative because it's just the way that our brain is default. Um, 
So, so we're going to make a big deal about that. We're going to celebrate the little wins. I, I started for 15 pounds and all of a sudden was 33. It was like, because that's all I believed was possible. So that's where the awakening happens of what's possible. It's like, oh my gosh, if I can do this with my weight, what other area of my life can I do this in? Mm, oh my word. Okay. So I got a challenge for everybody that's on this call. Everybody, I just got an unstable, Is am I still coming up okay? Okay, perfect. My, just my internet just all of a sudden became unstable. All right. So I have a challenge for everybody on this call. I want you to go into our client page today and I want you to celebrate something. Okay. Something, something big, something small, whatever it might be, because we know we know how easy it is to go to the negative, right? We all know that, but I love that Cindy and that reminder of like, it is so important to celebrate every single step. And there is something that you can celebrate yourself with today. And okay. That's level one challenge. Y'all ready for level two? Are you sure you're ready? All right. Level two challenge. You're going to celebrate yourself on your own social media page. Ho, 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 ho. All Heck right. Yeah. <laughs> Remember what we talked about at the beginning with those milestone posts, right? Celebrate yourself, tag your coach, screenshot that baby, put it over into our client page. You get a chance of winning 50 bucks next week. And I don't know about you, but we could all save some money right now. And go celebrate yourself. And inspire others along the way. So good. So good. Because our brain, your brain's going to tell you that you're bragging and it's not. It's, it's awakening people to what's possible. So amazing. If you can do it, so can I, right? Right? Yep. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're actually going to shift our focus here just a little bit with this call. So this is going to wrap up the client part of our call and our coaching session here today. And we're actually going to switch over to share what it would look like as people are now. So you're going to go out and celebrate yourself and inspire others. And what in the world are we going to do with those folks that are then inspired by you and by what you post? Okay. And so if you want to stick around and learn a little bit more about that, we actually have some different options um, as clients of the program on what it looks like to share um, and inspire others and um, get referral credits or make some money or anything along those lines. So we're going to switch our focus just a little bit. Um, and I know some of you folks are just so darn stellar on being on here all the time and have heard this before and totally fine if you need to head back to work. And I want to be here for those that are like, all right, like, let's talk about this and what all this looks like, right? So we're going to now like, all right, so now we posted, right? We have posted, we tagged our coach, and we're like, holy man, people are being inspired. That's the really crazy part about inspiring others is that we don't think people like want to listen. And then all of a sudden they're like, yes. Like I can relate to that, right? Like I totally am in the same struggle bus, like those kinds of things, right? And they are going to be inspired by your story and what that looks like. 
And I hope today really, really served you um, in what all of this looks like to help to uh, become you focused and not food focused. All right. Have a great, uh, have a great day, everybody. And we will see you next week. Thanks, Laura.